Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Is everybody ready? Good. The world is waiting for you. Good luck. Travel safe. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. B-I-G! The Rock of Charleston. It's your old buddy Lester reminding you that the best defense is a good offensive. So, if you struggle with foot odor like I used to. Oh boy, don't I know it. Yeah, attack it with Dr. Scholl's Odorex Odor Fighting Foot Powder. It's great. Ask for it by name. All right, do it, do it now. Looks like a, what's a radio show? Is that like a podcast? Well, kind of, kind of. Uh, Now, are you really young or just kind of stupid? Neither. I'm just like mad high, bro. You want to talk about the show? I'll talk about the show. The show sucks. And now. I am not a prostitute. I'm a comic. Is there a difference? Yes. Prostitutes get paid more. Hilarious. You should go into comedy. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show Wednesday, the 23rd of October. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Who is that sharp-dressed man? Oh, that's a Lakers fan. A loser. I sense the lack of enthusiasm in your broadcasting there, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Here's the uh, inner monologue that I had going on. Mm -hmm. Um... Don't be such a baby. People have to wear a suit every day. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So stop complaining. Right. Sure. It didn't help. It just okay. Didn't. I want to go on record as saying I think you look great. I really do. I think you look uh, really good. Are you mocking? No, I really I feel not. like you're mocking. I am right. not mocking. Right. I think you look very good. I felt like we discussed a tie. I we did, was and you said asking no. the same question. We, we, said, we did, and you said no. Uh, there's no way I said no. I said you need a tie. And you're like, no, no I don't let's need go a back tie. to the tape. Okay. Playing. I think you said that I need to come in like somebody, like a blazer, like you would for a, a job interview. We didn't say tie. job interview. We said job, job interview. interview. Yeah. But uh-huh. you would wear a tie with a job tie. interview. It depends on what job. No, he's auditioning to be like, uh, it's an interview for like strip club bouncer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, right, so you don't, you don't need a tie for that. Right. <laughs> May I suggest for those of us that weren't on the show or listening yesterday, mm-hmm. how about you back up a step and explain why Kevin is in a suit? Uh, well, we decided. I am a diehard Clippers fan. He is a diehard Lakers fan. We you were... mean the undefeated Los Angeles Clippers? Absolutely. I know, if, 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 if the season started today, Vegas favorites to win the championship, uh, Los Angeles Clippers. How can they not be after last night? Uh, and so uh, we decided to have a friendly wager that if uh, the Clippers were to win, Kevin would wear a suit, and if the Lakers were to win, I would wear the matching pajama suit that is... Uh, I, I Truly, I was nervous to wear it, because of its fit and its look. I did not want to wear it, and I'm so happy the Clippers won for many reasons. And one of them is that our friend... It, right? it has your, your pup, my dog right? and my cat, and one of the reasons... He looks like a banker. He looks great. <laughs> you look awesome. I've always gone, gone for looking for a banker. Yeah, that's, you look good. That's man. my goal. I'm proud of you. Yeah, this is... Uh... This isn't going to get old after five hours. Did you have you never worn a suit to work? No. <laughs> Why would I? You have to wear one for the Hall of Fame thing coming up, right? 
I, I assume so, yeah. Okay. I haven't really looked into that. That's next week. Kevin, what was the... Uh, <laughs> Kevin is like Kevin is like me in that he wears a suit as infrequently as possible. Yeah. And I, don't, I literally don't remember the last time I wore How long do you have to Instagram live this, Christine? It's, it's been years and years and years since I wore a suit. So I don't know that... I mean, I would... I would depend on my wife to tell me where my suit was. Mm-hmm. Did you have a similar situation this morning? Was it I mean, easy to put your hands on a suit, Kevin? I mean... Because I don't know where my suit my suit is. For the shirt, I found it balled up in a corner of the closet. Right. Okay. All right? Because you don't ever wear a collared shirt. You checked to see that you hadn't used that shirt, right? No. Okay. I, oh, see, that was my Jensen. only option. Okay. It's literally the only dress shirt for a suit that I had. It wasn't near, like, crusty socks or anything. Um, oh, my that's God. That's what I thought no. he was going Ew. for. No. He said it was no. balled up in the corner. I didn't yes. know what he was going for, but I can now yes. say a resounding no. <laughs> okay. Wait, you guys use shirts? I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't pretend to know what Kevin's all about. You oh, use yeah. whatever's handy. Oh, my. <laughs> Usually a hand. <laughs> I'm dying. Sorry. Still I'm dying. Change that. Um, okay, so you found the shirt. Then yeah. how'd, you, how'd you do on finding the suit? Was that way, like, in the back of a closet? Yeah, like, I mean, I, you know, I don't have a big closet. But, but the stuff's all, like, shoved to the back corner. Yeah. And yeah. everything else is much closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, so the adult corner. I did have to find, like, the jacket was separate. From mm-hmm. the pants in sure. the next. I don't know. It was just. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't fun. People wear a suit every single I know. day. Work. I don't know how they do it. I know. I feel so bad for you people. And yet, uh, even after that inner monologue, I'm still miserable. Right. Now, question, Kevin. Yes. Um, I call you corner boy because you literally, in between segments, sit in the corner, work on your computer. Right. Are you going to be corner boy today, or are you going to, like, big boy it up and sit, like, in a chair? Well, there's no real room for me to sit in a chair. Okay. And that's sort of my office area where I keep my computer and stuff. Okay. So corner boy, it is. Corner boy, it is. Corner boy in a suit. <laughs> the suit's not changing his entire like. No, I feel ridiculous. like it is. I okay. feel like it is. All right. Let me, uh, let me ask you guys this question. Yes. There are there are some people who believe. I'm not one of them, by the way. That if you get dressed up for work, it improves your performance. Nope. You feel more professional. <laughs> nope. You you feel like you can accomplish anything. Uh-uh. Time um, will tell. Wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be crazy if Kevin was? The greatest disc jockey of all time <laughs> today. Just nailed it. Now you're just it. mocking. Just nailed it. No, I'm just saying. What what we didn't know is that if you put on a suit, you become a goddamn superhero. <laughs> when I was walking in, I thought to myself, "This doesn't feel like a party." Mm-hmm. Which, no. is, which is the feeling that you get when you're coming to work, right? right. Really? Every okay. other day, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> uh, did anyone like? Did you see anyone when you walked in? Because if I saw no. you, no. I'd be like, "What is?" This executive doing right. this early? Are, is he doing someone's taxes in here? Right? Yeah. <laughs> someone's getting fired. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad the we're having so much here. fun. <laughs> this is great. Now, By the you... way, going into the game last night, eighty percent sure I wasn't. I was going to win that. Oh, sure. and you had the first 80%. quarter. In the yeah. first quarter, yeah. the Lakers were up by eleven at one yeah. point. Yeah, you should have seen Kevin. He was just gloating. Oh, sure. <laughs> first shot, like ear to ear, just Cheshire Cat. <laughs> By the way, I know we don't have time right now. We have, we, have to, we have to move on with the very big show. But I do want to hear about the suite and the listeners and all that later on. Because yeah. it sounds okay. like it was a super fun night. Yes. And we loved all the people that won were great. Except had, for the Clipper fans. Well, they, <laughs> no, they we, were even great. We had a great time. Actually, very nice. Yeah. Kevin, are you going to keep the jacket on all day? I mean, not if I don't. No. No. 
Okay. So now I'm not. He just realized he could take it off. <laughs> by, by, uh, Great question, Bean. Thank you for by, lighting me in. By 6 a.m., the jacket is off. By 8 a.m., the pants are off. <laughs> by 9, the shirt is off. I very strongly thought, bring your regular clothes and put them in the car because maybe at some point during the show. But then I was like, no, the bed is the bed. Got to right. live in it. Got to live in it. So you got to commit. Cargo shorts on under that, right? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just checking. It's the only way I feel comfortable. <laughs> your thighs are huge. Why? <laughs> Uh, you look good, man. I stand by it. All right, great. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I'll take this as far as you want to go. <laughs> if you think you're going to f- me around with this bull, dude, you're f- wrong. I'm just going to go over your f- head. All right. Um, comedian Brian Callen joins us in studio. Yeah. Oh, Love him so much. We have tickets to Kevin and Bean's last breakfast with Green Day. Mm. Why do you say it like, uh, like you're not sure it's Green Day? Oh, no, it is Green Day. Okay, okay good. I was I'm not sure why I said it that way. Yeah. Uh, Bean, you're going to love this. What's wrong yes. with Haroldine? <laughs> I, what is wrong with Haroldine? Oh, you're, sit tight. You're going to love this. This is Jensen's mom. I, yes. mean, I don't know anything about this, but I'm very concerned. She's not unwell, is she? No, no, no. She's oh, no, doing no. fine. She's actually living her best life. Well, she's she's unwell upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine, unwell. We're yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. We have to figure some well, things that, out. That runs in the family, so all right. Uh, Matt Money Smith with a preview of the NBA, and we've also got B Makes Us Guess. So we will take a break, and we'll come back with what's happening next. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. I forget about it, and then I look up, and then I realize Kevin's in a suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's disorienting. Yeah, you know what? Like, I, I feel like I'm in the wrong room. I don't forget about it because it's it's on me, <laughs> and I'm not enjoying it, and Dean's dying. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, I am dying, but let me tell you what is great is I've had so much Caesarp this week. Oh, congrats. Oh, it's awesome. I'm like, <laughs> I'm living like Lil Wayne. It's amazing, you guys. Being on Caesar- I think I could be a drug addict. Wow. Uh, you could never be a drug addict. Really? That's why you never tried alcohol, because you have to be in control at all times. I know, but I'm really enjoying Caesarp, is what I'm saying. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's up? Oh, wow. You on the Caesarp now? I or? am. Oh, first thing this morning. Yes. Are you kidding fine. me? I feel uh, like you, you, you it, do the Caesarp to power through the show, and then you go right back to bed. I uh, think Caesarp is uh, doing something very different to you than it does to most people. It's supposed to help you sleep. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. I'm going to be Daniel after dentist all day today. <laughs> I like it. Uh, guys, Verizon announced yesterday that it's going to offer its customers a year of Disney Plus for free. <gasps> Good deal. Who's switching to Verizon? The deal will be available to new and existing Verizon Wireless Unlimited customers, new Fios home internet, and 5G home internet customers. But what about those losers that are like, oh, I already bought Disney Plus. Don't worry if you pre-order Disney Plus. You're still eligible because the purchase will just be put on pause and resume after the Verizon promo period. All right. So what if you were one of the awesome people that got the early Disney Plus, where mm-hmm. it's only like four bucks right. a month? Yes. Then you could get Verizon free for a year and then roll over that four bucks a month. You are winning, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a lot of math, but it sounds like a good deal for someone. But then you have to buy the 17 other packages that you're doing, HBO Now and all the other ones we went yeah, over we yesterday. we did talk about cutting the cord yesterday and we, how yeah. complex that seems. It's more expensive than cable. I sat down and tried it yesterday. Really? Yeah. Well, if, for the ones if you I want. want if yes. you want a lot of stuff. Correct. Of course. It's yeah. going to wind up adding up. Bean, but... is there any way you could cut the cord? No. 
Even if no. you can find everything in, in other places? You know what? I I believe in... I'm very wealthy, first of all. So I believe in subscribing okay. to everything. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? I got the Hulu. I got the Amazon. I got the Netflix. I'll get the Disney Plus. I'll all get right. the Apple. Right. I got the DirecTV. I, got, I just get them all. I want all of, the channels in the world. Yeah, you have a room full of CDs. You, you, are a, you, you pay for your media. I do. That's great. I do. Take it easy, Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah. Thurston Howell. Jimmy Buffett. Does that work? He's rich, right? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's pretty... He's, he's, got he's li- living off those Margaritaville dollars, yeah. Uh, guys, working long hours is a bummer. This we know. Uh, you don't want to work, like, more than 50 hours a week. Sure. 60, 70. Mm. 60, yeah. 70's getting rough, yeah. Now, well, says the guy in a suit. Well, not only is it a bummer, it could make you go bald. What? Researchers looked at more than 13,000 employed men and found that those who worked more than 52 hours a week lost their hair at double the speed of those who worked less than 40 hours a week. It's thought that the increased stress of working it more uh, messes with your hormone levels, which in turn wreak havoc on several parts of the body, including the hair follicles. I'm going to tell you right now, we have been working beer mug too hard because he looks 65. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I agree. He looked 65 when he started, dude. Yeah, true. <laughs> he's got hair, though. I mean, he's not bald. He has hair-ish. Yeah. Uh, All right. He's, he's, I mean, we're a year away from him shaving his head. Uh, yeah, Tops. seriously. And by the way, he's going to be a lady killer when he shaves his head. He's going to look fantastic. Yeah. I've been telling him for years. Yeah, shave it. Jason, Do it. it up. Absolutely. Do it. Remember the picture of Kevin and Bean when they shaved their heads? Mm-hmm. Like chicks you mean lost white it. supremacist Kevin <laughs> and Bean. Yeah, yeah, you did look a little white supremacist. This is the year to bring that photo back. <laughs> but like women were like, "How did I not know? Look at these two! Like women lost their minds over those pictures." Yeah, I feel like you're right. I feel like we didn't realize our hair was holding us back. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that's that's what it was. We didn't realize they were dead <laughs> sexy, but the hair. Right. right. That, that's what it is, yeah. Right. We only knew that. Yeah. Plus personalities, too. That, too. Well, right. that comes into, comes into play a little bit. You want some birthdays? Sure. Uh, you know I do today. I know you do. <sighs> Ang Lee, Sam Raimi, Ryan Reynolds, Amelia Clark, Megan McCain, Dwight Yoakam, and could he be the greatest man on the face of the earth? According to Bean, yes. And I think it's possible. Weird Al Yankovic. Al Yankovic blew his brains out in the late 80s after people stopped buying his records. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's true. Not not true at all. Still alive. We're very much celebrating um, him being alive today. Not much of R.I.P. Al. Oh, he's oh. alive, Bean. Just because you're dying, don't take everyone down with you. Fair enough. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We have been uh, getting a lot of complaints lately, Kevin, and usually we ignore those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like I feel like the listeners might be right this time. Okay. I feel like we dropped the ball that it's the 23rd of October already, and we haven't really been giving the people as much two eyeballs as they want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we played you it disagree? once. disagree? We, yeah, I do. We, we played it once. In yeah. full, yeah. In full. Are you not a two eyeballs fan? No, be only because you can't understand a single word. 
Dude, Other it's about than the that, vibe, I love it. man. It's the vibe. I love the vibe. I think, I think he's right. I love the vibe. Yeah. I love that McCall, is that his name? Mm-hmm. It was a 10-year-old when he did this. Right? I love everything about it. I love the song. But you can't hear him. Well, I don't hear you saying that about Bob Dylan, dude. You don't oh, say I that. always say that about Bob Dylan. Oh, all right, <laughs> always. Never mind. He's Allie, are you, are, you, are you turning on two eyeballs also, oh, Allie? God, no. no. Okay, okay, it's a beautiful song. It's an incredible arrangement. The kid weirdly has really good sensibilities as to what he's did. It's very... It's way above his it's ears. It's a masterpiece. Agreed. I will tell you. I will tell you that it is a song that just pops into my head randomly out of nowhere. It is so hooky mm-hmm. that I feel like it should have been a hit. Agreed. I do. If we, maybe we could get somebody else to re- to record it, maybe that's what I'm saying. That's what we want. We want it covered. Let's it. Vampire Weekend would be great with oh, this, by the way. Sure. Let's hear a little two eyeball, shall we? Who dares to enter the house of horrors? <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm not getting a word of this. That's what I'm he saying. He heard a creak. He came from the attic. Follow along, dicks. Sorry. Two eyeballs. He echoed himself. He did. Dream. Mm-hmm. It was about. It was about. Mm-hmm. Two eyeballs. Oh, look at that. Oof. Major chord, is that what that is? Yeah. Rolling around until Till they, they ended, ended up. up. How many people that don't know that song and love it are have already changed the radio? No, no, they love it. This oh. song is a you bop. can't change it during this because you need the big finish. You know, what? Okay. I heard a creak. I heard a creak. Uh huh. Came from the attic. Came from the attic. What if you turned it off now? You wouldn't know. That's right. And that's how it ends? That was uh, abrupt. That's how the version I have ends. I had it Omar just try, runs out. I had Omar try and EQ it so that you could hear his voice. That's mm-hmm. impossible. And that's know. the EQ yeah, as you version. That's the, that's the good version. That's yeah, the remastered it. version. I yeah. got it all. I was very Kevin surprised. Kevin and me, Mr. McCall sent that into us a few years ago, and uh, we have become obsessed with it, mm-hmm. and it, it pains me that we only hear it one time a year. Speaking of Halloween, Allie, do we have time? Can I tell you a quick story about something that happened to me yesterday? Uh, please. This is Halloween related. This freaked me out. All right. No, I'm not even kidding. I know. This freaked me out. Okay. All right. I'm I'm sitting at home. Yeah? It's just Linus and me. My wife's out of town. Hey, where did she go, by the way? 
I feel like you should know that. Okay. Okay. Right, my, my wife's well, out of town. I thought that was part of the story. No. I, I, assume, <laughs> I assume she's coming back. It just Donna, occurred to me. I, Donna disappearing <laughs> and saying it so early in the story <laughs> yeah. really threw us. Yeah, yeah. It just occurred to me. She's gone. I haven't seen her in days. Okay. So, and, and I get a knock on the door. Now, bear in mind that I, you know, uh, I like the president. I believe in, you know, moats with, uh, with alligators and snakes and stuff. I don't like anyone coming onto the property. You know mm-hmm. that? Sure. I got big gates. I got sharpshooters. I got the whole deal, right? <laughs> So somebody knocks on my door. Oh, gosh. It freaks me out. Like, how did somebody get on the property? You know, I've got SEAL Team 6 out there to keep them off the perimeter, the whole deal. And I go to the door, and it's the pest control guy. Who was doing next door? And he's like, hey, I'm out of gas. I need $40. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the pest control guy who we kind of have a regular, you know, regular contract with. He comes around every couple of months and sprays for bugs and stuff like that. So I said, hey, how did you, how did you get into the, you know, on the driveway and stuff? And he said, well, I hit the, I hit the button. I hit the keypad and the lady opened the gate for me. Oh. And I said, well, what, I, what, what? What? I said, what do you mean the lady opened the gate? He said, yeah, I hit the keypad, the button that you're supposed to hit to talk to somebody in the house so that they can push a button to open the gate to let me in. And she opened the gate for me and told me to come on in. And I said, I said, I'm, I'm home alone. And that keypad is not hooked up to anything because we, don't, because we don't have a home phone. It's... The way it's supposed to be set up is they hit that button, your home phone rings, right. you you pick it up, and then you hit like number that, five or something like that, and it opens the gate. That's yeah. not hooked up? It's not hooked up to anything because we don't have a home phone. Oh, what? Who it's... did he talk to? Ghost lady? And who, op- who opened the gate for him? Ghost lady? Yeah, you have a ghost lady, Bean. I mean, he said, I talked to a lady, and she told me to come in, and she hit the button to open the gate. Now, somebody, please... I'm delirious now. I'm on a lot of dessert. Explain <laughs> to me what I'm missing here. How did that happen if I was home alone and the, the thing's not even set up? Hail Satan. Is it possible that it was open? That he no. didn't have well, to? Well, oh, that doesn't address the idea that he spoke to a woman. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. No, the gate is, gate is but closed. But in this particular instance, he had to talk to somebody to get him to open the yes. gate. So I was just yes. saying, well, maybe the gate was open enough that he In could... which case, he wouldn't have even used the keypad. Yeah. He would have just driven in. Bean. Yeah. What do you have, think, Allie? You're the expert on stuff like this. Have you ever, like, thought, oh, that's weird. I didn't leave this door open. Or that's weird. I thought I had left this thing right here and it's gone. Like, occurrences over time that you just dismiss. I mean, it's possible, but I'm also like Kevin and I go, I can't pretend to know everything mm-hmm. that happens everywhere. Sometimes you move stuff, you don't think yeah. about it or whatever. You think you closed the door and it pop, propped up. But I mean, right. I, let me let me put it this way to answer your question more directly. I've never suspected there was a ghost in my house before. No, I'm not saying a ghost. I'm saying somebody lives in your house in the walls. Okay. In the walls. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like there's will... a whole area that they're living in. They've made a home within your home. They come I, out at night I when you guys think are that's asleep. Happening. I don't think that's happening. Of but course I legi- you don't. No I one le- does. I legitimately cannot. Nobody wants to really think about the wall people. Right. I, I legitimately cannot, under, cannot wall, explain. Wall people matter. Hey, uh, be yes. in question about yes. it. Has anyone ever died in your house? Yes. But... 
However, and I don't know if this makes a difference, we bought this property with a house on it. The the guy uh, who lived in it for fift- over 50 years did mm-hmm. die in the property, but we tore the house down and built a whole new house on yeah. top of it. Yeah, like but his you, spirit goes you away. You built a pool and they didn't move the body! <laughs> <laughs> That's why my gate is open. So, they're coming for me, you guys. It's Caroline. It really freaked me out. Did your cable go out? My I cable's fine. I, I can't, can't hear you. Hold on. There's, there's some more yeah. going on. Did. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't think it was all that. It was just a, if it's just a ghost, it's all that. How away. long is Donna out of town? Uh, I think she's coming back tomorrow, I would So you think. have one more night with this lady. The wall lady. The you one make it kill happen. me, my, kill me no, in my sleep. No, you need to make it happen. <laughs> you got a wall lady. Right? Yeah. She's right? Get it going. I mean, I'm picking up what you're putting down, sure. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jensen and Kevin uh, come from different sides of the uh, Los Angeles basketball uh, fence. Kevin is a longtime uh, Lakers fan. Jensen, a lifelong Clippers fan. They had a bet yesterday, and uh, if the Clippers uh, if the Clippers won, Kevin would have to wear a suit, and they did, and he did. So yes. Kevin is in a suit here this morning. Yeah, it's great. Again, you can go to Instagram. And by the way, if, Stupid uh, Lakers. if the Lakers had won, Jensen would have to wear pajamas with his dog on it. Yeah. Um, which, by the way... They look like pajamas you would have had when you were like eight. Oh, yeah. They're embarrassing. Yeah. I, I tried to explain to people because it did sound like I was taking the easy route, but it was definitely not the easy route. He some said of the, you uh, could tell his religion in him. Yes. Yeah. Some of the, some of the uh, comments on the Kevin Media Instagram account, by the way, where you can see uh, video and pictures of Kevin in a suit, by the way. Uh, Kevin looks like a grown man. Wow. Uh, hi, I'm Kevin, and I'm here to talk to you about Viagra. <laughs> um, I'd open a bank account with you, Kevin. Oh. Um, looking fresh. Good of you to respect the bet. I am and, looking fresh. Yeah. And who's yeah. the narc? So I mean, really, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of good opinions. Uh, let's check in with our good friend Matt Money Smith. By the way, speaking about a guy who knows all things sports, he is the voice of your Los Angeles Chargers, family a- fantasy analyst for the NFL Network and the co-host of the Petros of Money Radio Show on AM five seventy LA Sports. Matt, good morning, sir. How are you? Where the hell did Kevin get a suit? That's what we were wondering. He said he had to he had to dig it out of the back of his closet. He it was like so long. it was like eleven thirty last night. And I was looking for pieces of a suit. <laughs> the pants teeter on jeans. The shoes teeter on sneakers. But he did a good job. It looks though. It All looks right. like a suit. Mm-hmm. He looks sharp. Yeah, pants. Yeah, which is uh, which is more than I can say uh, about bets in the Kevin and Bean <laughs> Yes. So Matt, the uh, the battle yeah. for L.A. round one last night turned out to be extremely entertaining. It was awesome. It was better than I could have anticipated. And I think a lot of that comes from for people that watched the Clippers last year, um, you know, just their energy. They, they, a lot of times um, you'll hear, especially in football, it's a, it's a BYOE. It's a bring your own energy game that you just need to figure out how am I going to manufacture it for this? And obviously a battle between these two teams, Anthony Davis comes, they have two of the five best players in the league on the Lakers, Kawhi and Paul George come two of the best 10 players in the league and probably the best player in the league in Kawhi. So 
you didn't need that, right? I think regardless of where this game was played, that energy was going to exist. Um, but you add in a, you know, an off-season storyline that that had Kawhi, you know, sort of da- his dalliance with LeBron and Anthony Davis, and maybe making a giant big three, the greatest one ever, had he decided to join the Lakers, and then he spurns them. For the clutch, so you had all these great storylines going in, and, and then you, you know, I guess the water that you add to that mix is Patrick Beverly, who's just the most dogged, gnarly, defensive, you know, get in your face player in the league. And, and I think you got what you had hoped for last night for, for 48 minutes, and it, it certainly did not disappoint. Could I say something about the Lakers quickly? Uh, about both teams, actually. The Lakers sure. would give it to LeBron and clear out, and he would just do a one on five or whatever. Or they would give it to Anthony Davis and the same thing. They, they're not a team. They don't pass the ball well. The Clippers really do that well. They move the ball around so quickly you can't keep up with them. And it's like, hey, guys, in the Lakers, you don't have to keep playing that way. Oh. We actually have well, a team that well, you can pass the ball especially to. Especially Danny, Danny Green. dressed like a coach and now right? he's acting like a coach. <laughs> Put me up beside him. It is weird that he has a clipboard right now. Right? <laughs> Hey, listen, there's only one coach um, in this conversation, and it's me. And I coached the Kevin and Bean All-Stars to a loss to those midgets. That is you know, true. Back yeah, in the that day. is actually true. Yeah. That's true. What was your catchphrase? I can, uh, gosh, darn it. I got it. Was, it. Uh, it was three things. Yeah. Um, what was it? I forgot. One was layups, baby. Yeah, right. Layup City. Layup City. Was layup City. City. <laughs> we didn't really I take I was trying up. to, you know, pound home the point. Hey, we got the height advantage here, guys. Yeah. Layups. We don't need jumpers. Well, that's, we need the, way, that's the way it was with the Lakers as well, and they were unable to do anything with it. So I was, I yeah, was a so little disappointed. Point, Kevin, I think it's, look, the, the Clippers basically are the same team as they were last year, a team that knocked off the Warriors in two games, yeah. you know, a team that was destined to make the finals. And they just added Kawhi in place of Danilo Gallinari because Paul George isn't back yet. So that's mm-hmm. everything else was the same. The guys coming off the bench, the coaching, the rotations, for the most part. Um, the Lakers got nine new guys. So I think, you know, when you don't know if you can trust, hey, that guy's going to be in the spot where he's supposed to be, or there's going to be, you know, there's going to be an assist after the assist on, on an open basket. I think they're still trying to figure it out. Uh, and I'm not making excuses for them. I just think that's. When you've got I, nine new guys yeah. on, a, on a team of 15 and really 12 is what play in the regular season, maybe the 10, I think that's kind of, that's going to take a minute where the Clippers are like, yeah, we know what we're doing. We've and, been doing and, this for, for two years And now. no Kuzma. Uh, also, I wanted to ask, is Dwight Howard dying? What What is going on with his weight? So he, you know, he had a, a, a bad back injury last year, and he, not to get all serious, yeah. but... You know, so basically his his doctors and trainers said, you can't carry around the 270 you've been carrying around, you know, or the 280. It ain't going to happen with that back. So he went on like one of them vegan, keto, um, paleo things and dropped like 40 pounds. Yeah, it's um, crazy to, looking. To try to get, yeah, try to get, try to carry less weight around and, and hope that that back can hold up. It's kind of why. And, and I think, look, I, I, I kind of lobbed it out half kiddingly, but, but also sort of like genuinely wanted to know, like, who... Who issued the short, short edict for the Lakers last night? Yeah. <laughs> they were all weird. Like, Jared Dudley looked like he was 60 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's old already. But just his, the way his face, he looks kind of like Elmer Fudd. And then he's got them short shorts. I was like, whose idea was this? He's a terrible idea. Uh, he did come up with a pretty strong three for being Jared Dudley. He did, too. Yeah. But, I mean, look, the, the Lakers are going to be fun. The, the, the big issue for the Lakers, I think, is um, – how many games do you feel like you have to win 
in the regular season while giving your guys enough rest to stay healthy because you are old. I mean, that team is yeah. old. Yeah, right. You know, between LeBron and Dudley and, and Danny Green and Rayshon Rondo, I mean, these are old guys, and it's a young man's game. I mean, geez, you're sprinting up and down a court 90 feet for 48 minutes. So, you know, the Clippers are much younger. The Clippers are much deeper. You saw that in the bench points last night. I think it was 60 to 19 in favor yeah. of the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, the Lakers, they're going to have to figure out those rotations. They're going to be fine. They're going to be in the top four in the in the Western Conference because they have two of the best players in the league. But I think last night was sort of evidence right. of, yeah, you're, you're probably not as good as the Clippers. All right, so Clippers, Lakers both uh, picked to win it all. Lakers, I mean, Clippers above the Lakers. But, but they, who else? Uh, Give us a quick preview of the whole league and, and what might happen this season. So the the East is easy. The East is two teams. It's the Bucks and it's the 76ers, and they're both really good. And it'll be, you know, very similar to last, you know, the last three or four years in the West. Right? It's like, whatever. It's the Warriors. Just ignore everything else. Same. That's the East this year. The West is crazy. Like, I mean, it, it really is crazy. It's, um, you know, Clippers, Lakers. The Nuggets will probably end up, I think, with the best record in the league because it's important to them. Wow. They, they have an idea of, hey, we can win the West if we force people to come, you know, a mile high and mm-hmm. play in these conditions and get their lungs burning. Um, and they're really good. Nikola Jokic is probably a top seven player in the league, and he looks – he's probably he, – imagine being playing basketball. That's kind of the I've body type mm-hmm. that Jokic has. Oh, God, <laughs> so, that's that's um, you, you have the Utah Jazz, who are probably the best defensive team. Uh, outside of the Clippers in the league. They added two huge, ready for this name, Boyan Bogdanovich. They added him in the offseason. He's a really good player, and this guy Mike Conley to what was an already very good team. The the Dallas Mavericks have these two giants, um, you know, from from Europe. In, in you know, uh, I think it's I think I believe it's Ukraine and Croatia in, in Doncic and, and what they have going with Kristaps Porzingis. So that's going to be a tough team. Like, it's it is one through, I would say, 12, you know, out of 15 teams stacked in the West. That's Very how exciting. nasty this is going to be. So, so I would assume year. it comes down to health as much as anything at the end of the season. Yeah, and I think that's why you can't get caught up in yeah. a game like this. Because the I, I don't know if the – I would be very surprised if the Lakers or the Clippers ended up with the best record in the West. All I know, Matt, is if the season ended today, the Lakers <laughs> wouldn't even make the playoffs. That's all I know, man. It's a great example, though, <laughs> yeah. You'll hear uh, a lot more. Right. You'll hear a lot more of the game being broken down, and so much more preview of the NBA season on the Petros and Money Radio Show this afternoon at AM five seventy LA Sports. It's really the greatest sports show in the country. I love you guys, and it's always uh, it's always so kind of you to spend some time with us, Matt. We appreciate you so much, man. We'll talk to you soon. Say hi to P for us. Love coming on. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. We uh, had a discussion yesterday on the program. Allie was uh, looking into cord cutting, and uh, I think we determined that it is not. Possible to do it cheap, more cheaply than you can well, with a satellite it, or cable package? No, it is. It is. It's just difficult. It's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's difficult, and long road. you might have to give something up. Right. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you want sports, it's yes. tough, right? Yeah. 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 Um, we say all that because every week it seems like there's a new streaming service that's coming out uh, that you have to have. And we've all agreed that Disney Plus is the must have of all time. You don't yes. have a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice because yeah. it's, it's all of the Pixar movies, it's all the Disney movies and TV shows, it's the Star Wars, it's everything. Yeah. And they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows and movies that are on this service already. And Jensen, you don't think we can tell the difference between real ones and fake ones? Absolutely. Uh, I think that there are things that you will not believe, because some I've written just off the top of my head, but others are real ones for fake TV, real TV. Do you think it's fake? Talking about TV. Do you think it's real? Talking about TV. Do you think it's fake or real? One thing's for sure. 
TV. That's right. Fake TV or real TV. Oh, what can it be? We have a winner, believe it or not. No, we haven't even started. Oh, well, yeah, there's no, no need even yet, started. Rodney. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to read something. You tell me if it is a real movie that's going to be uh, in the launch of Disney+. Plus. Something you can watch immediately when it launches in November. Okay. Or something I just made up. Here we go. So will we beat it or will we eat it is yes. what you're asking. Uh, Got it. Okay. Mm. When Dad decides to leave the family dairy in the hands of two spoiled teenage daughters to make a much-needed vacation... The self-absorbed girls find that saving the struggling business takes even more effort than maintaining their status. It's called Cowbells, and it's spelled B-E-L-L-E-S. <laughs> Can I go first? Uh, yeah, sure, Kevin. Real. Okay, Kevin says it's real. Allie? I think it's 100% real, and I'd like to watch it. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Bean? I'm trying not to think too deeply about this, but somebody would actually leave their dairy farm in the hands of two teenagers to get away from the farm for a couple of days? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that's fake. I don't like it. That'll be there on launch day. That yes. is oh a my real God, it's Disney real. Plus yes. movie. Cowbells, spelled B-E-L-L-E-S. Dig it. All right. All right, you're going to have to quit your job. There's going to be so many movies you're going to need to see. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. When teenager Mackenzie Schuyler is mistaken for the president's daughter by a national newspaper, she's recruited by the Secret Service to be a stand-in for the commander-in-chief's firstborn when she runs away from home to attend a concert. Will the public find out the first daughter is missing, and will Mackenzie be exposed for who she really is? It's called Second Daughter. Uh, I'll go first on this one. Mm -hmm. I know that there are multiple movies about the kids of the president. Okay. I think there's even one called First Daughter. So it's not that much of a stretch for me to uh, to believe that Second Daughter exists. I say that's real. All right, Allie. I feel like I've seen this movie, but is it, it a was... movie or a TV show? These are Disney movies. Oh, okay. these are yeah, they feel like TV shows. Uh, okay. Was Amanda Bynes in this? I, I do not I think have she was that in, in First Daughter. I think oh, she was in First I'm Daughter. I'm thinking Allie. of First Daughter. Okay, mm -hmm. then I say fake. Okay, I'm gonna say real. That's fake. I made it up. Oh, but, wow. as always, I will sell you Second Daughter as yeah. a movie idea okay. if you Excellent. are listening and are an executive. And okay. I would watch it. Thank you. All right, moving on. The basement of a pizzeria doubles as a portal to a magical world where 15-year-old waitress Diana Fratelli can escape her 9-to-5 doldrum job and enter a medieval fantasy land where she falls in love with a dashing Prince Hartley and maneuvers her way through a royal family ready to stop at nothing to keep her away from the family heirlooms. The movie is called A Princess and a Pizzeria. We'll start with Allie. <laughs> Honestly, I'd watch this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's real, though, so I'm going to go fake. All right, Kevin? I'm going to say Princess Disney. Yes, it's real. Okay, Bean? Um, Hillary Clinton was running a pedo ring out of <laughs> the basement of a pizzeria. <laughs> right, so. um, but you didn't mention that in sure. the synopsis, so uh, it's not very realistic. So I'm going to say that's fake. It's fake. Uh, but I will sell Princess in a Pizzeria to anyone listening, <laughs> as always. We are doing fake TV or real TV. Uh, so this is either a Disney Plus movie that will be there on launch day or something I've made up. Moving okay. on. A 14-year-old aspiring figure skater's dream of stardom gets slightly sidetracked when she begrudgingly accepts a scholarship to play ice hockey at a private academy. It's called Go Figure. Oh. Kevin first. I am going to say... Fake. Okay. Allie? I'm going to say real. 
and the bean. I'm going to say fake because she's not figure skating. She's playing hockey. So the title doesn't See, make sense with figure. the synopsis. But go she started figure. as a figure skater. And yeah. you'd be wrong because that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. That, that is real. Uh, wow. I am nailing you. Are having, you are having uh, quite a run. Everyone else, though, kind of failing. Yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah. very go poorly. Figure. This is hard. All right, moving on. When brothers Ridley and Ricky Thompson begin an adventure to get to the end of a rainbow, they didn't expect to face the challenges of their lives. They set out to find a leprechaun in his riches, but on the way found a new definition for family and perseverance, something they wouldn't trade in for any pot of gold. The movie is called Ridley, Ricky, and a Rainbow. We'll start with Kevin. <laughs> I was thinking real the whole time until you said that title. It can't be named that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say fake. All right, Allie. I just, I don't think anyone would name their two kids Ridley and Ricky. <laughs> it's just they wouldn't. So fake. Bean? I'm going to fake it up too. All right, everyone got that one. That yes. one I made All up. Right. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yes. I will sell Ridley, Ricky, and Rainbow. Anyone listening? <laughs> the movie traces the origins of America's first distinct breed of horse from the Revolutionary War when Colonel Schoolteacher Justin Morgan, though nearly penniless, sets about to develop a sire for horse racing purposes. The movie is called Justin Morgan Had a Horse. We'll start with Bean. I want this to be real so bad. <laughs> Uh, there's no way it can't. It cannot be. Di- Disney would not be the billi- the multi billion dollar company it is today if they made trash like that. I'm going to say no. Fake, 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 fake. Kevin, I'm going to say real. Okay, Allie. I feel like I'd love it if it was got to see a man about a horse, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go fake. You can watch Justin Morgan yeah. have a horse. Oh my God. The day that Disney Plus launches oh November 12th. But yes. that's just a placeholder title, right? Oh, no. That's oh, a movie they... from like the 70s. Okay. It's oh, been wow. around for quite right. some time. Unbelievable. Again, right. Justin Morgan had a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Worth the money alone for Disney Plus. I agree. All right, let's go finally here. A college basketball star, Lamont, seems to be a shoe-in for the Philadelphia 76ers until he is permanently sidelined by a knee injury. Seeking out employment in his chosen profession, Lamont is invited to be head coach of the Philadelphia Hebrew Academy Lions, a Jewish team captain that he's determined to pull out of the cellar and to victory at the Liberty Basketball Tournament. It's called Full Court Miracle. We'll start with Kevin. Um, There's no way you made that up. That is real. Okay, let's go to Bean. I think it is going to be entertaining, and we will also all learn a valuable lesson at the end of it. I'm going to say, yes, that is real. Okay, Allie? I want this to be real. Oh, oh man. Oh, but I'm going to go fake. As hard as it is to believe that there are good Jewish basketball players, this is really going to be on Disney+. Plus. Come November 12th. If we've learned anything from this, it's that Disney Plus has a wild roster. That's (laughs) fake TV and real TV. Fake TV or real TV, oh, what can it be? One thing is for sure, there is too much TV. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K-Rock. All right, I've been looking forward to this all day long today, Jetson. I just saw on the schedule, What's Wrong with Haroldine? And I got very What's wrong with Haroldine? What's wrong with Haroldine? What's wrong with Haroldine on Kevin and Bean? 
I got very concerned because, uh, like all of us on the show, we've become very fond of your mother, yeah. and I, f- I feared that there was some uh, some some health issues. No, she's totally fine. Yeah, B, okay. we're going to do an entire break on her health issues. <laughs> well, no. I just I was just nervous because I didn't have any context. Right, there. but uh, why does your mind always because go to the worst? When somebody says what's wrong with somebody, you usually think they've got some sort of drama. No, this is mental. This is oh. okay. <laughs> all right, it's totally different. You Fair missed enough. it. You missed it. But we were talking about how Ed Sheeran's mom appears to be keeping things from his career to eventually build a museum. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's crazy, but I said, funny enough, we went through my mom's storage unit recently, and the only thing she could tell me to make me even feel okay by the amount of things she kept from my life is that she's building a museum. My mom had multiple... Like, if I was mentioned in a newspaper, mm-hmm. she had five to six copies of that newspaper. The same newspaper, same, same news- article. Same one. She would pick a whole handful. She had every outfit I ever wore as a baby. Wow. Every toy I had as a baby. And then the one that I think made everyone most afraid of her was that she had all of my baby teeth still, and I turned 40 uh, next month. Oh, my God. What is right? wrong with Harold Dean? That's what, that's what we're saying. That's what we're asking. What's wrong with Harold Dean? Okay. <laughs> is my mom there? Haroldine? I'm here. Okay. So you have a lot to answer for. The, 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 the team here is very concerned about what I told them yesterday. First, explain that you had a storage unit and what you had in it. Well, I had a lot. Well, I had clothes that were designer clothes when he was a baby, and I saved them mm-hmm. for his baby one day. Listen, that sailor outfit better be on Adler at some point. The sailor it is outfit adorable. exists. We did keep that. Okay. We kept maybe Thank about... Thank you, Allie. Thank no you. problem. It is darling. <laughs> we kept about five items. That okay. was one of them. Excellent. Mom, but let's let's get into the things that maybe aren't as obvious as maybe a designer's, you know, sailor the, suit. Let's start with the teeth, Haroldine. Well, you know, there, he, there's a, the tooth fairies around. You know that. But yeah. you know he's 40, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What were you going to do with them? You know what? I had no idea. I put them in this little tube, and I saved them, and God knows what I was going to ever do with them. It's just I couldn't throw them out. I mean, it was just kind of weird. It was my only child, and he still is my only child. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I just kept them. What about a nice necklace? No, please don't give her any ideas. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, wait, okay. Is, it, is, is voodoo a possibility? Is anyone else thinking oh, that right now? Interesting. Oh. It's weird that you kept all my hair, too. Haroldine, <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you also save fingernail and toenail clippings? No, thank you. I did not. Okay. How about, oh, how don't about say that's so condescending. I'm how about, the, um, how about the circumcision? Did you save that? Oh, would you stop it now? We did it, right? We didn't keep that, right? No, you know okay. what I did do? The, you know the umbilical cord? cord? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was, well, I think I said this on a, a previous show. You would save that. It was an, I'm half yeah. Armenian, so it was like an Armenian tradition. You threw it underneath the house. Yeah. But we've moved and from that, that house. Was, so, but, but yeah. Did yeah. you throw it underneath the house? She did. Uh-huh. Well, we, okay. we didn't have, you know, the house wasn't that old. It had a, 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 had a foundation, so you couldn't okay. throw it under the house. I, so I had his dad put it, throw it into the attic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so, then, some random person's attic yep. now. Oh my my DNA has grown into another little boy that now lives in someone's attic. Oh, oh, mom climbed up there and ate it. The yeah. last pinball. Okay, mom. Another one. Why did you have four or five of the same newspaper if I was mentioned? Well, because I thought that uh, you. Know, <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with Harold Dean? I have no idea. 
Well, I mean, I can take a stab at that because okay. usually what happens is the mom will buy several copies because they plan to cut it out and send it to family members around the country that wouldn't have seen it. Because around the country there are pre, no, no newspapers? Pre, no, pre-internet, though. If oh, it's a, lo- if it's a right. local paper, sure. yeah. Oh, my mom I think could that, pretend that was her reason if she I wants. mean, depending on how long ago this stuff was, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to give you some, co- I'm giving you some yeah. cover here, Haroldine. I'm trying. Haroldine, uh, my, my parents saved a lot. They sa- saved the first, you know, haircut, so they have the first little hair. Okay, hold on. Yes. Hair? Do you have that? Yes, that's in his baby book, yes. Okay. okay. What about report cards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, report cards, how about just normal book reports? What? Well, what I did save is a lot of his, his, he did a lot of great reports, so I saved them from elementary school and then on through, <laughs> on through college. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong school? with Haroldine? I told you yesterday, okay. she had a, 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 she has a Christmas ornament that is half a pretzel, a normal pretzel, like uh-huh. a food pretzel, half a pretzel with a little bit of glitter on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is that? And she said, oh, you made that in second grade. Oh, no, nursery God. school. Oh, nursery school, even worse. Nursery school. She said, oh, you made that in nursery school. It's that old of a pretzel, and she has it yeah. on a tree. My mom has a paper that I wrote. It's the only one she has, and it's called uh, What I Want to Do But They Won't Let Me. <laughs> and what, are, what is the answer? But it's just a long it's just list. A list. I was a kid. Right. Was you were in college. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jensen, Jensen does not tell you about the things that he told me to get rid of that now I wish, now he wishes I would have saved. Oh. And that was, there were two gorgeous, gorgeous, he was in grammar school, uh, overalls that were all airbrushed. One was Jessica Rabbit. Oh, my gosh. And one with his name on it. Oh. And they were stunning. I wish it was amazing. I was basically in another bad creation. I had, like, my That's name amazing. on another one, and then there was an American flag and one of the yeah. tiny tunes on one of them. Oh, yeah. You keep his teeth but got rid of those? He told me to, and also every single one of his jerseys for hockey. He had a hockey. He had every team's hockey jersey. And basketball. And basketball. It's a hip-hop oh thing. Oh, my gosh. And I got How rid of yeah. him. How much do you think you have paid in storage fees Great over question. the last 40 years to save this junk that you'll never do anything with, Haroldine? $100,000. Uh, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it, junk. It is. I mean, it's sad that the realization at some point has to hit her that there's never going to be a Jensen Cart Museum. No, there's never. Did you have to come you to that realization? Do you know, well, the the one that broke my heart the most is I once asked him, I had all his trophies from Little League trophies. and every single Those one of Those are his participation trophies. trophies. <laughs> hey, he was no, on a team. So they were also they were also champions. Okay. So I told him, he goes, Mom, listen to me, okay? I don't want them. I, don't. I said, but what about if you have a child one day and I can show him all these trophies? He goes, Mom, get rid of them. Do you know that I actually almost had tears in my eyes? I carried them to the trash in a box on my head like I was from another country. Why would you obey Jensen? Why would You're she the keep, mom. Uh, Kevin, why would she keep trophies? It's insane. <laughs> it's the same imagine, reason she... <laughs> imagine being 10 years old and your grandma going, it's time to look at your dad's trophies. And she just puts them all out. This one's from the Pirates in 1985. And Everybody always says the same thing, which is it's something you can show your kids. Your kids are not oh, going to want to see that. My ever. kids are going to hate me and yes. hate everything I've ever done. Yes. That's you all know, I need to know. I have to tell you, I do have some collectibles in my house mm. that I'm going to. I kept thinking my grandchildren would want them. I have come to the decision that Jensen didn't even want his trophies. So yeah. these 
a grandchild of mine is not going to want these no, things. Adler, that's true. Adler doesn't want Correct. your Hummels or whatever you call them. <laughs> oh, do you have Hummels? Oh, my mother has Hummels. I oh. have a collection that are even antiques, and I have to get rid of them all. I, I don't collect them anymore. I haven't for years. Haroldine, so what if I, there's I, an earthquake? How will we talk to you on the phone about what happened to the Hummels? <laughs> that's like the, the first thing, thing newscasters ask. The only what thing. about your Hummel collection? Did you see those moves? <laughs> no, uh, they well, Mom, I, I appreciate the The one thing I do love about my mother is that she kept all those things because she clearly thought I was going to become a much bigger deal than I am. Yes. Oh, and I yes. appreciate and so it. so now you. every day that you're reminded of that? Yes. I have to remember that her expectations <laughs> were that one day she would build a museum and instead she paid $100,000 to store junk. If it helps at all, Haroldine, Jensen is a disappointment to all of us, Thank not you. just you. <laughs> Thank you, Beam. Thank you. He is he is a big deal in my mind and he always will be. Aww, that's sweet. But, that's very sweet, but Get rid of the teeth. Yes. I don't need them but, anymore. But now I have Adler. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's wrong with Haroldine? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. How about some Bean Makes Us Guess? Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for Bean Makes Us Guess. Yes. Before we get into this week's uh, list, I got an email from a listener named Lee who says, every time you bring up in Bean Makes This Guess, why would you have said who gets penis slapped? I don't know if you're saying it for comedy, but in case you don't know, I wanted to tell you before you leave. It was from my favorite What's Up With Florida story. Do you guys remember where it came from? No, not at all. This is awesome. He says, as you reported, two men broke into a woman's house while she slept, thinking that she kept a lot of money there. When they couldn't find the money and she claimed she didn't have any, they started slapping her across the face with their penises, saying, where's the money? What? That is where it came from, from a What's Up With Florida story. How does that, who's that listener? How do they this know? This is Lee. I don't Lee, know. Lee, what's but wrong with you? He said it was one of his favorite What's Up With Florida <laughs> stories. Look, I, we're not laughing at that. what that poor woman went through. It's awful. But it is weird that penis slapping would be in any kind of news story. So it's legitimately in this intro and it's going to stay. I don't think that they'd make sense saying. for this game, though. I just, I for still don't weeks. get that at all. Um, last week we did, in honor of the Halloween season, we did the greatest zombie movies of all time. And I I thought that was a lot of fun, and I thought, you know what? Let's keep it going for Rocktober. Ranker.com had over 91,000 votes on the greatest vampire movie of all time. Yeah. The greatest vampire movie of all time, and man, there are a lot of them. I think there's like 80 or something on this list. I was just talking to somebody over the weekend. I was saying, all right, listen, there's zombie everything now. What happened to vampires? Let's get back to vampires now. They were very popular. Very popular at one time. There were all all sorts of vampire movies. It's been a while since they've done one, but there are so many great ones to choose from, and Kevin, I know you're a big fan of vampire Uh, films. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious to see how you do. So you get a point for the top 10. It's Ali, Beermug, and Kevin all playing today. Kevin, you get to go first. This is sort of a long name, so let me get through it. Snake, Vampire, Lair of the White Worm. Um, You know what? Not in the top ten, I'm sorry to say. That's uh, that's, that's real. A, that's a real movie? Yeah, it's a real vampire movie? Yep. Huh. I thought it would be in the top ten. Don't know why I haven't heard of that one. Mm. All right, Muggs, you're a champion at the bit. What do you got? All right, because of the subject, I will be answering as Beer Muggula. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> I like Here it. Here we go. Uh, 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 uh. Blah, blah, interview with the vampire. Number two, interview with the vampire. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Kirsten Dunst from 1994. Well done. You are on the board. <laughs> Allie's catching off that one. <laughs> sure. Sure was Otherless. my first pick. <laughs> Miss uh, Allie McKay. Uh, Dracula. Uh, be more specific, please. The Dracula movie. 
But with uh, who's in it? The Boris Yeltsin. What? Uh, <laughs> yes, Boris Yeltsin. Uh, what's I'm his gonna, name? Uh, I'm going to assume you mean Bella Lugosi's classic Dracula yes. from 1931 yes. is number nine no. on the list. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, for my money, still the best vampire movie of all time. The, Boris Yeltsin. The, that's the former pr- pr- premiere of uh, Russia. Russia. Oh, yeah. with yeah. the, the thing on his head? No, that's no, that was Gorbachev. Yeah. Okay. That was Gorbachev. All right, uh, Kevin. Peeing Vampire Night Flyer. What? Oh. Are you making up? What is it? Also real. Peeing Vampire? Yes. Night Flyer is I... a real movie. None of that makes sense to me. It's a no. real movie. Those are just words. Okay. We have a tie game. Those one not in to the one. top ten. And not in the top ten. Okay. No. We have a one-to-one tie game. Mugs, you're up. Blah, blah. Dracula dead and loving it. Dracula dead and loving it? No. Oh, Not even in the top 30, I'm sorry on. to say. I did love the joy in his voice knowing it was going to be in the <laughs> yes. top 10, and it just wasn't. I'm just excited to have a return appearance of Beer Mugula. I'm just loving this so much. Alan McKay. Uh, what we do in the shadows, what what we see in the sha- what that one, really good. Number 39 on the oh, list, by the wow. way, from 2014. A great movie. A great I think, movie. I think should be higher up on the list as well. Well, according- then I'm going to give myself a point. No, I don't think that's no, that works. doesn't work that way. Okay. No. All right. According to Ranker.com, the 39th best vampire movie of all time. Kevin, you're up. <laughs> you're going to think I'm making this up again, but Armpit Vampire. No, that's just, this, that's just a real a fe- movie. It's just a, a fetish website. Yeah, that yeah. You that is a real movie. This yeah. is 1977. Yeah. You have revealed no. way yeah. too much about yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Mugs. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, Number th- Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Number three on the list. Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder, uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola from 1992. Number three. Yes, that's why, Ali, I was asking for the clarification on Dracula, because they're both named Dracula. Uh, Ali, you're up. Uh Another Dracula, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you may be out. I am yeah. totally out. Vampire movies, there are a Come million on. of them. Doesn't mean we can think of them on the spot, though. And I don't know any. You got nothing? I, know I mean, a lot no, of bad I, ones. come on. I said what we do in the shadows. That's 39. Yes. Obviously, I watch very different movies than these losers on Ranker. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take that as a, as yeah. a no. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, we should probably just call it here. Let's do one okay. more. What do you guys think? One more? Yeah. Uh, uh, the the t- Twilight Wolves. Oh, or yeah, yeah. That has a, a vampire. Yeah. Oh! Hold on, Allie. Hold what? on. No Twilight, on. by the way. Oh. No Twilight. Mugs, you're up. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, that's a great one, too. No. Oh, no. come on. Allie, you came up with one. And then I realized it was a TV show. Uh, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> a TV show. Okay. All, All right. right. Here are some of the wow. uh, here are some of the ones that I'm uh, I'm a little bit surprised you didn't mention. Mm-hmm. None of the Blade movies, for instance. All the Blade movies are on the list. Uh, number four is Blade. Uh, number eleven is Blade Two. The Wesley Snipes. You remember? Would not Go- have remembered either of them. Uh, Dark Shadows. The Johnny Depp Michelle Pfeiffer movie was number twenty six. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie was number twenty four. By the way, all the Underworld movies. Nobody oh, thought of as well. Underworld. I love those, including Kate Beckinsale from. 2003 Underworld, number seven. Uh, the top ten are Let the Right One In, that awesome Swedish horror movie from 2008 that was then remade, if you remember, a, uh, a few years later. You should have gotten that one, Allie. That's obvious. 
Um, Let the Right When It Was was Remade as Let Me In with Chloe Grace Moretz. Both fantastic movies. Uh, Number nine was Dracula with Bela Lugosi. Number eight, From Dusk Till Dawn. Sure. George Clooney, Salma Hayek. Number seven, Underworld. Number six, Fright Night with Christopher Lee. Number five, the OG 1922 Nosferatu movie. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I forgot one that I should have said first. Uh, okay. Number f- number four was Blade. Number three was Bram Stoker's Dracula. Number two it's was Interview with a Vampire. One. What's your number one, Allie? It's got to be Lost Boys. It is the Lost Boys. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, from 1987, Keeper Sutherland and the Corys. So who win this? Who wins this game? It is me, Bill Magula. I win. Blah. And this has been B Mix's guess. B Mix's guess. Yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Who's it is um, Wednesday morning here on the Kevin and Bean Show. <laughs> wow. No time um, for chit-chat. Well, because uh, Allie needs your time. It's yeah. time for what's happening here on this Wednesday. And then uh, Brian Kellen joins us. I'd like to talk more about Oingo Boingo. I okay. felt like that was fine. Uh, you guys go into haunted houses ever? I don't. No? I don't, I don't know that I've ever been to one. I have, oh. but I don't find them that scary. So you don't? I usually don't. Okay. Go. I used to be a big horror nights and the mm-hmm. hayride and all yeah. those things, and then I got this job and I don't want to be out past eight. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to go through, you know, the haunted hayride when it's yeah. light out. Yeah, yeah. I asked it. if I could do it at two p.m. They said no. Yeah, they're like, nope, sir. Yeah. Here's your money back. Well, there is a haunted house in Summertown, Tennessee. A guy named Russ McCammy owns it, and the price of admission to his haunted house is only a bag of food for his five dogs, but the price for finishing. This haunted house, mm-hmm. $20,000. What? Whoa, what? No one has ever made it through, though. Well, what? I don't understand. Are they still in there? Well, interested <laughs> visitors. Everyone that went in is still there. <laughs> That's the scary part. Interested visitors. Actual dead people. Do, must, they, do they fall oh through the earth? Is there a big... Oh, my God. Okay, I let's let Allie tell the story. It. I'm okay. just saying. All right, go is ahead. Is it better than anything we've come up with? All right, let Allie tell the story. Interested visitors must first complete a sports physical, (laughs) sign a 40-page waiver, pass a drug test, provide proof of medical insurance, and prove they are at least 21. Wow. So so no one has ever even attempted to go through it. And if that's not enough, the visitors must then watch a (laughs) two-hour video (laughs) called... And then there were none, which features footage of every visitor from July 2017 through August 2019 quitting before the end of the experience. How has no one just stuck it out? I don't know. It makes no sense. But he said that the key to inspiring terror is a mind game that relies on hypnotism to have visitors tricked by their own minds. It was scary. I think he's hypnotizing people before they go into his haunted house. He said that each experience... To put a $20,000 reward? Each experience is video recorded to prove to visitors and authorities that nothing illegal is taking place. What is happening in 
Summertown, Tennessee. Well, Beer Mug is going to find out when we send them there. We mm. need to send them there. Yeah. I mean, this is insane to me. But, but we get the 20000 if he does it, right? Yes. Oh, well, he's yeah. doing it for the show. Yeah, okay, of course. Yeah. But hold on. He has to complete a sports physical. Mm. Right. Uh-oh. Oh, There's right. That. Can so you do maybe, that? Maybe not much. And a drug test. So. Oh, oh and a drug right. Yeah, all right. I was in until drug test. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Jensen, you in? I think I might pass the physical. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know if the 40 pages of... I mean, do we know what the warnings are? I think that would be all in the waiver. <sighs> I mean, I would try it for you guys. Do anything for the air, as you know. It's impossible. It's impossible. No one's done it. It's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They were missing a key element of the story. Um, I don't know. Unless he is somehow hypnotizing them to not finish, and then they just don't. It, maybe he has a sniper at the end. <laughs> just take him down. Is he available to speak mean... to? I think this is one of the people we should get. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Let's All right. Let's guess write him down. Russ McCammy. Okay. Owner of McCammy Manor in Summertown, Tennessee. Let's do it. I love it. Because I do need him to explain what is yeah. what is so daunting. I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of stuff to do, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, oh, impossible. I'm doing all that stuff if I could get 20 grand yeah, by the end absolutely. of it. Absolutely. It's not climbing Mount Everest. No. Well, maybe it's, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's in the paperwork. Maybe then you have to climb Mount yes. Everest right. then oh, come back. Then I'm out. <laughs> then I'm out. <laughs> you have to bring your own Sherpa. Like, there's so much in oh, that. Uh, yeah. 40-page waiver. Okay, this is bizarre. Uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, doesn't seem like she's too happy with Cody Simpson dating Miley Cyrus. He, of course, you'll know, used to date Lindsay's sister, Allie. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that either. On Monday, Lindsay posted a photo of Cody and Allie together with the caption, When you realize you failed and you settled for less, at Cody Simpson. Family is everything. You won the mass Singer, but you lost on your future. She has since deleted that tweet because she probably realized, I sound insane. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Apparently, she was a judge on The Masked Singer in Australia, and Cody competed oh, yes, right. and won the show. After deleting that initial point, Lohan shared a shot congratulating Simpson on his win, writing, Woohoo! I was right! Yay! At Cody Simpson, good job! What a great time! What a great time and wonderful moments you all had on the show. Congratulations to everyone! And then she tagged her sister and wrote, Leave the riffraff behind, sister. What? Hmm. Lindsay, what is going on with you? Stop posting these things. I'm screaming. <laughs> what is she doing? Like, And then it seemed like, okay, she's being nice, congratulating him on his win. Mm-hmm. Leave nope. the riffraff behind, sister. Yeah. What? Uh, Lindsay. Some people shouldn't have access to Twitter. Some people. I don't think it does them well. Or the internet for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good Lord. Let Cody Simpson live. Which will be the first and only time I utter that sentence. Or anyone has ever said. Really, yeah. Some birthdays for you. Ryan Reynolds, Amelia Clark, Meg McCain, Sam Raimi, Robert Trujillo, Kat Dealey, Ang Lee, Dwight Yoakam, and the greatest human to ever live, according to me, Weird Al. Well, to paraphrase MC Hammer, I would have to say that I am, in fact, so legit that I shan't be quitting anytime soon. I mean, mm. right there. Genius. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, um, wow. before we say hi to Brian uh, Callen, Jensen and uh, Kevin had a uh, basketball bet on mm-hmm. the game last night. Clippers-Lakers, the battle for L.A. Jensen won the bet, so he did not have to come in in his pajamas this morning. But Kevin is in a suit right now. You can go to the Kevin and Bean Instagram page and check out video and pictures if you want to see what Kevin looks like a grown-up. Here's a listener, Alicia, just weighed in. Kevin's expression in a suit is like when a dog is dressed in a Halloween costume. <laughs> That's accurate. Kind of- 
Kind of accurate. That's accurate, yeah. Brian Callen just joined us hey, uh, from, from Schooled in his uh, very popular uh, Fighter and the Kid podcast. Brian, what do you think about Kevin all dressed up like a big boy? I was, uh, I mean, I'm used to him in the lotus position on the floor in yes. the corner. Mm-hmm. That's a right. A humble man <laughs> yeah. uh, communicating with the Supreme One, as he refers to God. <laughs> and yet now he's got, well, he's got a strong jaw. The kid's got a strong jaw. He'll, he's a sneaky He's a sneaky 6'1", mm-hmm. and his height is not just I'm his 6'2", torso. I'm 6'2", by the way, neck. just for the record. There you go. That's why I see. There you go. That's I apologize. I, but now, now, the reason I, I, I made that mistake, and mm-hmm. I take him in, believe me, I've taken him in with my hands <laughs> and my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm rarely wrong about this, but uh, it's a proportion 6'2". He's got, he's got the height. He carries the height in his legs as well. He's got a long femur bone. I have these a, are things I notice okay. when I because when mm-hmm. I when I go to fight a man I got right. I got to measure his reach. Well, uh-huh. you hugged you hugged Kevin when you came in and I and you kind of yeah. felt him up a little bit. I well, felt like you were getting all the dimensions down. Yeah, his yeah. back his back is like a barrel of snakes. It's like the it's like the Appalachians. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna fight? Is there no, something I need fight. to know? Fight. You said when you fight a guy, you have to size him up. Sure, if you call fighting this, uh, 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 that's, the noise, that's the noise I make when I make out. Uh, when uh, was the last uh, time uh, you had to wear a suit, Brian? <laughs> Um, you know, I give so much at these charities. I'm trying to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, it's very funny you say that. I don't wear suits, and I'm 52, and I, I feel like I want to start dressing like a gentleman. Oh. I, I, my friends, we're all getting older, and I want to start wearing, I want to wear things like pleated wool. I don't I have wanna, that desire at all. No, no. I'm no. a shorts and t-shirt guy too, just really? like Kevin. I yeah. want to be. I want to be a dandy. I want to use an ear trumpet. It's too late. <laughs> it's a, too late for you, Brian. And a parasol. <laughs> you can't be a dandy. And, and I want to end my. Dandy. I do, and I want to end my sentences with the word "yes." It's a wonderful day. Yes. <laughs> and, and you can't really tell if I'm speaking in an English accent or I'm just uh, I'm highly educated, like William F. Buckley. Well, I wouldn't romance that argument in the real world, <laughs> but I suppose I suppose for, for for hyperbole's sake, I will. That's what I want to be. And I want to say things That's like, your goal. "Well, I mean, we we uh, up until about two years ago, we summered in the Hamptons, <laughs> but we've changed. I'm going to Bhutan." I think I like the new Brian. The I like the new Brian, you guys. Yes, You've so grown good. up Brian in a suit. That's yes. awesome. Uh, Brian Callen is uh, in town, by the way, at the Bray Improv for five big shows this week, starting tomorrow night. So you got the Thursday show. you got two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Tickets on sale right now at improv.com slash Brea. Um, Kevin, listen to the most uh, recent episode of the uh, the Fighter of the Kid podcast, and you went deep, deep, deep on the mafia. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our man uh, Beer Mug here in the room is also very obsessed with the mafia. I mean, but you talked about it for 40 minutes. You know He knows a lot. Everything. everything. The names, about the, the nicknames. My grandfather is 100% Sicilian. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Bensonhurst. I, I, when I lived in New York, we used to go eat at Cafe Sorrento, which was right near the Ravenite Club, with, with where John Gotti's club was. And I didn't like the way, I didn't like the way Brennan Schaub was speaking about Cosa Nostra. <laughs> <laughs> I felt he was being a little disrespectful, a little bit, a little bit. And you had to apologize I for him. I had to either. school him. <laughs> no, how no, no how much of that mob is still around today, Brian? I think that now with the fact that we're constantly being videotaped and you can't shake people down because it's all electronic. You can't go and shake down a business. It, it just, yeah, true. You don't no, think the mob's using Venmo? That, well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of cyber crime, but that's that's in it's Nigeria yeah. and Russia now. Yeah. I mean, the the old school mob, I remember my friend opened a restaurant in New York City and he didn't know. He was from Seattle, I think. And he... Uh, and he, he said uh, the, the guys who came to pick up his garbage, 
they went, um, he goes, you know, I'm not, you guys are charging too much. I'm going to shop around. Oh, no. no and no, they no. looked at him oh, and they no. went like this. They go, go ahead. <laughs> That's all I said. And they drove off. One word. And then he, I go, what happened? He goes, bro, nobody would take my business. <laughs> they, they just have it sectioned off. The, the Fulton Fish Market was the same way. If you wanted to buy fish. And then Giuliani, whose dad was sh- got shaken down a lot by the mob, he said, if you belong to an organized crime syndicate in this city, I'm going to war with you. And he did. And they lit the Fulton Fish Market on fire. Oh wow! It, it burned, and he was like, "Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead." And construction. I remember with construction. I'm telling you, if there was a construction project, it would just sit there, and nobody would be working. Uh, exactly. But everybody'd be drawn to it. And then Giuliani goes, "Nah, nah. I'm opening this up to the highest bidder, including the Japanese companies." And things got done. <laughs> so you know. So he broke those, the he broke the mob in New York. Yeah, technology did. I used to drive by construction and drugs, sites. And drugs did. Drug when, when I lived there, I used to uh, walk by construction sites, and there would be dudes just sitting in beach chairs, man, just yeah. clocking the hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was so jealous. Yeah. But there was, there was a true discipline to the Italian mafia in a lot of ways. The Italians, having being half Sicilian, and my grandfather was never involved in that stuff, but knew these guys. And my, my red man, Jamelli, who was, was uh, my godfather. I, I, I don't know if he's my godfather, but he was my grandfather's best friend. But he was the vice president of Longshoremen's uh, uh, Union. And th- those guys were real. But there was a discipline to the Sicilian, to the Calabrian, to, to the southern Italians. There was a way you did things. There's a code. They yeah, had a code. Well, yeah. Just the culture itself is very conservative. You didn't step out. There's the, there was a way to behave and a way you didn't behave. And if you got out of line, you got smacked around. Mm-hmm. Or worse. <laughs> right, Kevin? Or worse. Yeah. Exactly. What about, are we um, clear in this room? Oh, no, we're clear. No, no I'm, a, I'm shaking. Right, no one's arguing with you on this one. Yeah. Have a guy come and take takes. Oh, they put, they put a jukebox in your, in your bar, too. They'd have a jukebox, and it'd be there. And the guy would come and collect the money. And if you were like, hey, bro, this is my, I don't like, this jukebox is, they, they just send a guy who'd be like, what? And he'd, be a, he'd be a mountain. Yeah, sir. This wow. is a library. Yeah. Can you get the jukebox out of here? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wanted to mess with you. It was just. It was. There was just certain things that were done. Scarier, hmm. Italian mobsters or Irish mobsters or Russian mobsters. So there was always this saying from my. my this is from my grandmother. <clears throat> there was Delancey Street. There was the Irish section. There was the Italian section. Uh-huh. The Italian section. You went there. You didn't know anybody. You got smacked around. The Irish section. Yeah. You might lose your head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean. There's a story of Mickey Featherstone and the Westies, serious guys who cut a dude's head off, kicked it down. Like a it was Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. They kicked it down the street and then yeah. put it up on the bar and put cigarettes in. <laughs> and these guys were no joke. They, they were. They would. They'd be like they, the mob would be like, go hit those guys, and they'd be like, all right, and then they'd kill the guy, cut his head off, and put his head in the TV. Like, oh they just do God. things like, hey, bro, whoa, 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 this is too much. <laughs> we just wanted him dead, that's yeah, all. Yeah, the Westies were no, no joke. The, uh, yeah. the, murder, the murder aside, um, was, there, was there ever a part of young Brian Callen who was intrigued enough to be interested in getting into that line of work? I did a couple things. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, me? Well, I was an actor. What are you talking about? You don't just choose to join the mob. Well, with the Sicilian <laughs> grandfather, though, I thought there might have been an in or it something It doesn't seem like you could have. Yeah. yeah. Yes or no? An, an you Irish, could have? I had an Irish dad and a Sicilian grandmother. Uh, yeah, I think you were sad. <clears throat> There's... There's nothing about me. I talk a big game. I talk a lot. Right. I'm mm-hmm. an actor, a comedian. I, 
a talk. That, I mean, I'm not a tough guy. Get Don't get me wrong. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You know, no, I'm not. I've, I've known some guys. I've known in my life. Do you life. know yeah. some guys now? Mm-hmm. I've known some guys. Because do we need to be worried? Uh, let's put it this way. Mind your P's and Q's. Nope. Okay. To, uh, I feel like Brian knows a lot of people with, like, very Italian oh, mobster yeah. nicknames. Yeah. Like, just, lefty or, like, just, you know. I came up here. I took my time this morning. Wet my beak. That's all I'm asking. I got you. Uh, Brian uh, Callen is here, by the way. Don't forget, uh, you can see him on uh, Schooled Wednesday nights at 8.30 on ABC, which is the terrific spinoff of the Goldbergs. It's so funny. Also at the Bray Improv this week. Tickets on 10 improv.com slash Bray. And more with Brian after this on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Our friend Brian Callen, back in studio, comedian, actor, co-host of the Fighter and the Kid podcast. Uh, Brian is at the Brea Improv this week. Tickets on sale now, improv.com. By the way, Friday, Saturday. By the yes. way, uh, past 500 podcast episodes. Wow. Not, yes. bad. Not bad, That's huh? insane. Bad. Yeah. Boy likes to talk. I like to talk. Boy likes to talk. Got something to say every time we sit down at the mic. I always expect to run out of... You know, information. No. There's always stuff going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're an endless well. Thanks, Brian, uh, true or false? <laughs> true or false? If we look closely, we will see you in Joker. If you look closely, my friend, I spent four days on that set. Mm-hmm. Four days on that set, and uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I hear great things. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, I'm. You see my my back. I'm not wearing a shirt, but I am wearing a bow tie and a wig. What? And what ten, scene a ten, is that? A ten thousand dollar wig, at least. Real human hair. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is I, happening? I play. A, I play. A, I play. A, yeah. I play a male stripper who can't get work. Imagine that an aging stripper. Only Todd Phillips. But. I had a blast, but uh, I saw one opening frame of Joaquin Phoenix. One. I, I got there. I, Todd's a friend of mine, the director. I went, what's up, buddy? I'm watching. Was, yeah, watch this. I watched one frame, and I went, oh, he's going to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. He's going to oh, win yeah. an Oscar. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's rare as an actor where you see somebody and you go, oh, I don't know how to, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I, when right. I saw the fighter, he does when I saw the fighter with Christian do. Bale, I went, I don't, I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. And when I saw Joaquin Phoenix, I'm like, I don't know how you, but then, you know. It's he, acting on another level. He lost, I don't know, something like 50, 60 pounds for the role. He right. was living on an apple and cigarettes a day, I mean, from what I understand. And uh, he, he's, his ability to suffer for three months yeah. Yeah. and not talk to anybody, stayed in character. I, he didn't say hi or bye once. I'm in the room. But you know, and but not a apparently a very sweet man. Mm-hmm. But just you a, weren't interested and, in watching it to see if how much you're I, in. I, I'm or? gonna go see it. I can't stand watching myself. I can't stand. Okay. It. Well, it doesn't sound like that's going to be a problem with this movie. <laughs> Sounds like if you blink, you might be able to see. Hey, it. man, <laughs> you're right. Bobby Lee and on the. Uh, uh, on the 500th episode, he was our guest, and he kind of went, "Dude, when I saw this much of your face in the background, <laughs> yeah. that was some serious <laughs> I mean, I would think you would want to see the full Joaquin Phoenix performance. Just I do because you were so impressed with what you saw. He's no, no, very no, I busy. do. I do. I mean, it That's came out like busy. three weeks ago, didn't it? I, it's just with all my calisthenics and all, <laughs> my, all my giving. I gotta be an earner. I'm still out on the street. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'll get there. I, yeah. I never go to movies. I don't know why. What's the last movie you saw in the theater? You know? The Addams Family with my children. Oh, oh so that's like good. Right. Fair enough. As of two yeah. weeks. Yeah, you Fair enough. Yeah. But that's um, the last, I don't know. You time. are perhaps best known for Goldberg's in school, being a comedic actor. Is there a part of you that wants to be a dramatic actor, Brian? I, oh, I did a lot of drama. I did a lot of stage. I played an alcoholic on Seventh Heaven, an alcoholic dad for a, a while. Oh, congratulations. Ooh. Thank you so much. And... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe your listeners don't remember this. Um, but uh, but I, I want to play a bad guy. I got some friends who are big directors, and I want 
I, I, that's that would be worth acting in comparison to stand up. Stand up will always be something. Acting on film, a lot of times you're shooting. It's such piecemeal work. You're shooting a page a day. It can be very. It's a very peculiar skill set with a lot of waiting around. Could mm-hmm. be tedious. It sounds like it's not easy. But yeah. to play a bad guy, I want to play a sadistic. But you know, and, and a I've psychopath. always been Well, I've always been interested in being a charming bad guy. Well, Somebody most psychopaths who, are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody who you know. But if you're a charming psychopath, is that really acting, Brian? Wow, that's harsh. What, Says the where, guy not in the room. Where, where exactly in Seattle are you? Is, <laughs> are you domiciled? I'm just saying you're playing yourself at that point. Yeah, um, you, might, you, you might be right. <laughs> um, you might be right. You'll, uh, you'll get there, though. People, people always speak very highly of your acting. You'll get there. You'll get a role like that. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. You also well, talked sir. about your eight-year-old? Yeah. Using the word mother effer? Which I found fascinating. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and you're he cool does. with that. As a dad that uses that word. Yeah. What, uh, can I, you I, say anything? He, he's just got a sense of humor, man. The kid just has... He does it for comedy. Yeah, he yeah. does it for comedy. He's got all the imagination. I had a lot of imagination as a kid, so I watched this kid, and he's my mini-me, but he's got all the imagination. Mm-hmm. He talks to trees. <laughs> uh, so I, I, does that I, worry you? He's, he's either going to be Van Gogh or I'm going to be paying his bills the rest of his life. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like him. I, it's, it's astonishing As a me. dad, do you try to get him to stop using that word, or is it just funny and you have to go, uh, uh, he, he, well just, he cracks me up. So I use the word. Yeah, of course. So he just mimics me. So what am I going to do? And, you know, as a comic, I spend a lot of time talking to myself and coming up with ideas. I'm in my own world. I'm sitting there driving him. He's in the back seat. We're listening to music. But I'm, I'm like, in my own world. I'm talking to myself. And I, I, you forget that he's even in the back seat. I look in the rearview mirror. He's talking to himself. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the same thing. You know? <laughs> Granted, we're both on mushrooms. <laughs> well, he's got to open his yeah. mind early. He's got to open his early. mind early. You have to start him early. People call me a sociopath because they get him high. Relax. <laughs> I think it would be fun to have Brian Callum as a dad, by the way. I do, too. I think that would be a blast. I try. <laughs> I try. I teach him. You can see Brian at the Brea Improv tomorrow uh, at 8 p.m., Friday at 7.30 and 9.45, and Saturday at 7 p.m. and 9.30. Yeah. Brian, you're always welcome here at the Kevin and Bean Show. We love having you. You're a good man, my friend. I got to go enroll my child in survival school. I'm separating from his mother at the age of eight the way the Spartans did. (laughs) (laughs) What's the problem? He'll live on a bowl of gruel. He'll sleep on a marble slab. He'll understand that pain is his only friend. (laughs) That in the end, you die. You are born alone and you die alone. That is a very normal way to end an interview. <laughs> my son, my son, you will make me proud and you will administer a swift justice to anyone who casts an aspersion on your sister and your mother. Go with God, my son. Oh, what right. Too much, guys? No, no I'm good. Sorry. Okay. No, it's just that we have to get into something else. Right. We're trying yes. to figure out how to do that. That's how I, I speak to my son. very difficult. All right. uh, Brian, you're the best, man. Thank you so much for coming in. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. If I'm uh, doing the math correctly, this is me, Bean speaking. I only have 11 Kevin and Bean shows left. And you're about to die. But no, so, I'm right. doing great. R.I.P. But, but one of them is Breakfast with Green Day, which yeah. is so exciting. One of the biggest bands in the world, for God's sakes, they're playing Dodger Stadium next summer. And they're going to be playing the HD Radio Sound Space with us mm-hmm. and a couple of our closest Kevin and Bean listener friends. And if you'd like to be there, we need you on the phone right now at one 800 We haven't played this one in a while, Kevin, but refresh my memory. It's easy or it's not easy? 
presenting the hardest game in the world. Uh -oh. So it's difficult. No, no. Oh, it's difficult. It's oh, a no. difficult game. And I believe Mr. Spooky announcer uh, is standing by. It's Halloween time, so it's Spooky Announcer Man. Oh, thank and you. I'm the coming. explanation. <laughs> did you run out of breath? I, did. <laughs> I, I haven't done this voice in a long time. It's Sp spooky asthma announcer guy. <laughs> I am. And I'm coming from the other side. Oh, I see. And I'll see you soon, Bean. <laughs> oh, no. So, so you're dead, Mr. Spooky Announcer Man? I am from the other side. So you're okay. dead. I am dead. Okay. I just thought okay. that meant Riverside. I didn't not know what you were talking alive. about. <laughs> Wait, okay. you're alive or you're dead? I am not dead. alive. Not, you're not dead. alive. Okay, not alive. Okay. All right, uh, we have callers on the line. Explain how the hardest game in the world is played, Mr. Spooky. Well, Nelson, ladies and gentlemen, what we'll be doing is playing a Green Day song title. Your accent is all over the place. It really is. And thank you very much. <laughs> Grab your inhaler. It's, it does sound like our spooky <laughs> announcer probably smokes a lot of joints or something. Um, I, I don't smoke any weed, okay. but uh, you need to. I start. Maybe I will after okay. this. <laughs> you vape before uh, bed, though, I, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. okay. Uh, so explain again. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a green die, a Green Day title of a song. And you have to identify that song. But wait a minute. We're going to be playing it backwards. Backwards. Oh, okay. No, no, that's oh, not okay. scary. And when, and when you say a Green Day title of a song, you mean the title of a Green Day song, right? Listen, whatever at this point. <laughs> okay, all right. So all you have to do is identify the Green Day title that you'll hear twice backwards. If you get it right, you go into the drawing. Somebody wins tickets for a breakfast with Green Day. Kevin, who's our first contestant, please? I thought Let's I was going to leave the phone call. Oh, that's right. Right. Man, who's our first contestant, please? So we have Joel on the phone. <laughs> what kind of scary job do you have, Joel? Hey, guys. Um, I'm in lighting sales, architectural lighting. Boom, very scary. <laughs> All right, here's your Green Day song title backwards. Steady in the Garimba. One more time. Steady in the Garimba. <laughs> no idea. Uh, let's go Boulevard of Open Dreams. <laughs> American Idiot. Okay. Oh. Wow. Seems this harsh. Game, just because he missed not, it. Not easy, Mr. Spooky Announcer. It's very hard. Who's our next contestant, please? Next My, up, we oh. have Miley from Encino. And she publishes scary zombie video games. Is that true, Miley, or is Spooky making it up? I work... <laughs> I work for an event for a video game company. Oh, okay. good for you. All right. All right, listen up. We'll play it for you twice. What's this Green Day title backwards? Oh, my God. Uh, it's not easy. Wake, wake, wake me up when September ends. No, I'm sorry. Jesus of Suburbia. No. Okay. Uh, thank you for playing, though. We appreciate it. R.I.P. Miley. She's not dead. She just didn't uh, enter the drawing. Next yet. up, we have Albert from Whittier, and he writes horror children's books. <laughs> oh, wow. That's unique, Albert. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Good, good morning. morning. All right, we're going to play it twice. Here we go. Uh... Well, what a broken dream, I guess. I got. When I come around. Oh, tough, oh. man. R.I.P. 
Albert. Nope, he's not still alive. He's still alive. We just hang up. Anthony, okay, Bean, you wanted to say something? Just, I just hope we can get somebody to join us for breakfast with Green Day. That's why this game is not easy. It's very hard. Who's next? Anthony from La Mirada. He schedules a lot of production horror things. Does he? All right. Anthony, we're going to play the song title for you backwards twice. You ready? Sure. Here we go. Wow. Um... I'm going to go to Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Wake ah. me up when September ends. Oh, I mean, Anthony. R.I.P. No, Eventually, it's going to be Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Hey, guys. Um, sudden yes, death. Yes, I think sudden death. Sudden death. Sudden death. Okay, if you get so, it, you win. Oh, sorry. If you get it, you win. Right. Who's next? Next please? up, we have Letty from Glendora. She's a stay-at-home mom. That's pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Letty. <laughs> Hi. We're in sudden death, so we're going to play it for this. you. We're going to play it for you twice, and then if you get it, you win the tickets. All right? Okay. Here we go. Got it. Bullard of Broken Oh, <laughs> God damn you to hell. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Paradise. They have other songs, you guys. Come on now. <laughs> it's a good bet, though. <laughs> it's got to be coming up, right? All, All right. right, Spooky, who's next? Next up, we have Carolina from Los Angeles. She's an apartment manager. I bet you the apartment's haunted. Oh! <laughs> Hey, Carolina. That's a very pretty name, first of all. Welcome to the show. Uh, we'll play it for you twice. Good luck, okay? Okay. I've been saying it my whole life, right? Oh, my God. Um, if you say it, I swear to God, I'm going to come out. Oh, God. Coming through this road, I'm going to choke you. No, Good riddance. Time of your life. Mm. I'm not even going to put you in the file. I'm not even going to dignify that with a remark, uh, Allie. All right. How about another contestant? Next up, we have Evelyn. She's calling from Covina, and she's a nurse. I bet you she's going to be a sexy nurse for Halloween. Is that true, Evelyn? Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Please win. Please win. Please win. Sex, spooky announcer. (laughs) All right. We're going to play it for you twice. Here we go. Yedela. Yedela. Oh. Oh, oh, dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too short. Uh, brain stew. Holiday. Oh, man, that was close. See, if, if you listen to the first word and you hear the letter, like, yeah, it's you would... too late to explain. Okay. Yeah. All right, how about another... Next <laughs> up, we have Justin. Come on, for the love of God, Justin, get this right. <laughs> Justin, you ready? Uh, yes, I am. Here you Justin, go. have you have you have you gotten any of the ones you've heard on hold while you've been listening? Uh, all of them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's telling all the right. truth. Okay. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Good luck. Smears Nickler Smears Nickler Some paradise. Oh, oh my God! God. 
disgusting. No. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Well, I mean, it had to be eventually. Caller uh, 20 right now. Caller 20. 20 to win tickets for Breakfast with Green Day. Good luck. Thank you, Mr. Spooky. I'll see you in a couple of weeks, Bean. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Jensen and Kevin had a bet on last night's uh, Battle for L.A., the Clippers versus the Lakers at Staples Center. And by the way, thanks uh, again to the great Kevin and B listeners who came out. We're in the suite last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Very cool listeners, yeah, except that one guy you were saying, right? Well, I mean, listen, there are, some of them were Clippers I mean, fans, we don't that's them. not acceptable. No, no, no. Those were my people. Oh. Um, but Kevin, ladies and gentlemen, a man of his word. He lost the bet. He was rooting for the Lakers. He wore a suit in yeah. this morning and kept it on all day long here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Kevin's suit! Kevin's no, suit. No, that's not a Kevin. chance. That's not, that's not nope. really working. That's not it didn't a chance. Didn't feel organic. He, I, wore, he I, wore the suit all day today, like uh-huh. a big boy. I need to yeah. get it off. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> He's getting a rash. Birthday yeah. suit. Yeah. Birthday yeah. suit. He uh, he looks great. I, I stand by. People on Instagram feel the same way. Uh, you can see it on at Kevin and Bean. Also, we Instagram lived it, so you can see it in our stories. But. Basically, yeah. he looks great. I think so too. Yeah, that- Allie, you're you're the, you're a lady. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, he, he's very sharp. He looks yeah, very wonderful sharp. in a suit. Yeah. Nope, not doing it. Hmm. But we well. all thought maybe him wearing a suit today would make him not only look sharp, but be shark as a tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did that um, happen? It didn't. That was, it didn't that was really. So I say feel free to just do do it up tomorrow with the cargo shorts Good and the t-shirt. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. Bean. Sorry, I'm fine. Have you got hey, like, fitted for the coffin yet and stuff? Or what's? Uh, Do you get fitted for a coffin? Yeah, that's yeah. usually no. someone else's problem. No, he's not still mine. alive. He can go check it he out. Can. Is what I'm He'll saying. be like, I would like a nice satin finish. Yeah. inside. He certainly should. Okay, oak or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is uh, what is happening on this uh, Wednesday? Well, uh, any of you? Well, you guys were at the game, but Bean, did you watch Game One of the World Series last night? I watched a bunch of it. Let me tell you something here. Okay, <laughs> baseball right. is killing itself with how slow it is. I'm a baseball fan, and I'm excited about both of these teams in the World Series. The game was almost four hours. Oh, that's Last night. so weird because Kevin thinks it's super quick. Oh, it's that's really my, that's been my complaint forever. <laughs> Kevin said they should add innings. Yeah. Oh, it was God. almost a four-hour so game. There is no excuse for and, that. Last yeah. night, get on with it. And let me ask you this question: No extra innings, right? No, mm-hmm. nine innings. Yeah, four hours. They yeah. should start giving a bonus for every minute under two and a half hours. They should give a bonus to every player on the field. They those they should be out there hustling. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, um, I just wanted to tell you the ratings. Yes, please. Um, yes, please. Well, first of all, Nationals took game one, five to four, over the Houston Astros. The game on Fox uh, garnered around 11.6 million total viewers. Is that good for World Series? It's down a million from last year's uh, game one, which, of course, was Dodgers and Red Sox, right. which those are two markets. huge markets. Yeah. Right. So it's understandable that it would be down, but down a million, not great. Not great at all. But, but also, like, what are you gonna do? the one thing about comparing to past TV show stuff is, like, the world, uh, more streaming, more, it's right. just, like, it's almost difficult to say if year by year it's still going to just keep declining. It's impossible to compare. Even yes. if it's doing well. Yeah. The yeah. NBA opening. Yeah. Opener yes. was last yeah. night. There Which may not have been the case on. last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this just in. I mean, this is us too. You're yeah. never going to win against this is us. True. And I just want to mention, because we haven't talked about the World Series, just one more thing. Juan Soto, who has just become a superstar hitter for the Nationals, had two huge hits last night, including a homer that put him above, you know, put him ahead for, for reels, is 20. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everybody in Washington wants to buy him a drink right now. He can't drink. Yeah. He's 20. Please. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And what if they had two of them? You go straight to hell. I just I stole that because joke from they my have one. <laughs> I gotcha. He tweeted that last night, and it delighted me to no end. If they're this good with Juan Soto, imagine yeah. if they imagine had two. Imagine if Soto. they had two. So that's a good and joke. That, that was your joke that you brought us, and you're so happy about. Yeah, I, it's my friend Austin Huff's joke. She didn't even really truly deliver yeah. it great, but I you're did. sucking all the energy out of the room. Sorry about that. This Should you have instead stopped following room. Austin instead of bringing, bringing that to us? trash into us? Just got harsh. Got a little harsh. I mean, I liked Austin's joke. Just so tough. Why would I stop following him when he's delivering gems like that? I didn't look at it that way. Okay. Dropping dimes. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> insane. Uh, guys, Guinness World Records announced that 14 records were broken at a Toronto marathon. The organization says 22 participants in the 2019 Toronto Waterfront Marathon attempted world records during the race, and 14 of those 22 successful. What kinds of records? Well, it's when it becomes not as fun. Okay. Hmm. Here are the records officially broken in the full marathon. Running dressed as a supervillain. Lame. Dressed as a tennis player. Lame. Dressed in full Quidditch uniform. Lame. Dressed as an Aztec. Lame. Dressed in a baseball <laughs> uniform. Lame. Dressed in a soccer uniform. Lame. These were the records broken for the half marathon. Dressed as fruit. What? As fruit. Lame. Dressed as a cartoon character. Lame. Dressed as a cowboy. Lame. Dressed as a vegetable. Lame. Dressed in a martial arts costume. Lame. Running the race with the spouse. Oh. Lame. Oh, I, I thought we'd give that one credit. Running with the sibling. Yeah, Come on. I agree. Fine, but. Here's the only one in this whole list that I was like, all right, give that person a Guinness World Record. Okay. Running while skipping without a rope. <laughs> Someone has someone with rope. That's not a record. <laughs> That's amazing. It just is skipping without a rope. It's not a thing. You constantly have to explain that to someone. And he has to be smiling the whole time. There's no world I you're mean, sad while to, skipping. Yeah, to. that is not a thing. It's great. Skipping without a rope. Oh Congratulations to that person. That's what I'm saying. Washing us tonight. Oh. Oh, all right. Okay, but. Guinness already said that. Lame. Washing us tonight. Okay. What's with that? What is she nine? It's a a deaf actress. Oh Oh my gosh! Why would you do that? I tell you, he's burning the place down. He really is. Going with him. He really is. Damn it, Bean! (laughs) There is no excuse for that. Lame. Marvel has announced a multi-year deal with SiriusXM to develop a slate of original podcasts, including. New scripted series based on Wolverine, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Star-Lord of Guardians of the Galaxy. Each series will be 10 episodes long, and later a fifth series will be launched that brings every hero together. Wow. Right? We're in the golden age of podcasting. We really are. Mm -hmm. Uh, They will be exclusive to SiriusXM and Pandora and will premiere in 2020. Of course, there's also other aspects of the deal. Unscripted series that look at Marvel's storied history, themed live events, talk shows, interview shows, and celebrity guests, and more. I'm like seriously excited. I'm kind of shy, but mostly excited. <laughs> Thank you, Jackson. Uh, oh, I love that kid I so do much, you I guys. Oh, such a delight. 
Hey, if you loved Cardi B and Hustlers, you're gonna have to buckle up for her in Fast and Furious 9. She has a small role in the High Octane sequel. Her new gig was teased yesterday by Fast Star and producer Vin Diesel via an Instagram video from the UK set of the upcoming film. So she's doing all right, you guys. She's doing all right. This story is bizarre, and I don't know if they're just trolling us, but Harry Styles, he hits the red carpet. He looks great, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Even when he's on his tour, you're like, that is a crazy suit. Tends to be really crazy patterns. I think next to Kevin, he's the best looking dude in the suit. (laughs) He looks great. Uh, He does do a lot more um, with color. Than Kevin also, does. Also, his suits aren't balled up in the corner. Not so much. Right. Not so much. He probably hangs them. Well, I'll tell you where he puts That's them. what you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ensembles are in pristine condition because the stylist stores them in the same place that you'd stash veggies or leftover takeout. What? In a fridge. Wow. In an interview with GQ magazine, a man named Reed, Harris Reed, who is the designer that does the majority of his clothes, said... I can't say where it's located, but everything goes to an archive. It's basically a giant refrigerator, a frozen vault somewhere in London where I'm not going to disclose. Washing a semi. In addition Wh- to why? chilling them, the designs also have prison-level security. The clothes all have 24-hour surveillance. No. You can look at via an iPad. No. Specifically done for his outfits, and then they are frozen in time this to is preserve like, them. This is what Haroldine did for my entire childhood. All your teeth? Yeah, all my teeth were frozen and guarded. Why, why does he have a 24-hour armed guard on his suit? I, I, That's baloney. I it doesn't make sense. No, Judy, it doesn't. And it's confusing, and I don't know if I believe it. That's absurd. I mean, I get that you want to keep track of and take care of your clothes. Yeah. I get that. I mean, he is a little bit of a fashion icon. Mm-hmm. But this, that just seems like, just put it in your closet, dude. They're going to be well, fine. And are they even his clothes? Or are these just designs that the designer did? So basically, it's the designer's clothes. Oh, maybe so. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's so. why. But Maybe it's like his his, uh, his go-to rental facility, basically. Like rent the runway? Rent the styles? Ooh. Not a bad name. That's nice. I like it. Guys, this is uh, something that kind of defies convention when it comes to Oscars. Usually when you are up for an Oscar with somebody that is equal standing in your movie, like Mm -hmm. best actor, you usually have one bow out and that person goes for supporting actor. So you both have a shot to win. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Well, Ford versus Ferrari's co-stars Christian Bale and Matt Damon are campaigning against each other for lead actor for the Academy Awards and Golden Globes, Critics' Choice, SAG, and BAFTA. <gasps> what does that mean? Why do they hate each other, right? <laughs> in other words, will they split the vote if they're exactly. both up And someone vote. else will win and neither of them will win. Right, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Suckers, right? <laughs> and then Jimmy Kimmel will say, sorry, we don't have time for Mac Damon. <laughs> Everyone chuckles. I love it. Some birthdays for you. Megan McCain, Amelia Clark, Sam Raimi, Robert Trujillo, Kat Dealey, Ryan Reynolds, Dwight Yoakam, and... Go ahead, Bean. Why don't you just announce him? I was going to ask if, since we've been celebrating the Great Weird Al all day, mm-hmm. should we turn this one over to Dwight Yoakam oh. and spend a little oh, time for with the love Mr. Of God, Mr. No. Yoakam? Oh, because yeah. I realize... You know what? You know what? what? You know what? It is, it's this only is fair. Equal time. Agreed. Equal we got, time. We've got, this got is to go. maybe the best 
cover yeah, ever. Ever made. We don't have time. I feel like we do. I think we might. I mean, look, we all love Al and happy birthday, Al. You're a goddamn national mm-hmm. treasure. But how about a little love for Dwight Yoakam, ladies and gentlemen, doing Purple Rain. I only wanted to see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. The soul of Purple Prince. rain, purple rain. You go straight to hell, sir. You go straight to hell. I think Prince would love that. Prince, I'm he glad. Like, no, he I'm, loves I, it. I've never said this. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Prince is dead. Someone so please pull that for me out of context. Right. Thank you. Five PM commercial free hour is happening with Stryker and Klein. Thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning is Thursday. That means we have get up on this with mm-hmm. Jensen. We uh, talk to Dr. Drew. We check in with R.J. Bell with his weeks for pick uh, his picks for Week Eight of the NFL, and we have breakfast with Green Day tickets as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.